Hi, and welcome to The Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. It's episode 47 of The Movement Diaries. We're getting very close to the one-year mark, which is really, really mind-blowing. Um, Thank you to everyone who has been listening and following along and has shared this podcast. Um, We have a very small but very loyal following, and I really appreciate um, everyone tuning in and subscribing and and all those things. So I've been talking a lot lately, kind of with clients and on social media, about this idea of your future self and how keeping your future self in mind when you're making choices is really important. Um, And I think it's easy to say, well, what about like living in the now? What about paying attention to what you're feeling in your body? What about being present? Like, yes, both and. (laughs) As usual, both and, which is another big thing I've been talking about recently. Maybe that'll be next two weeks from now, the solo episode. Um, But If you are paying attention to what's happening in your body, the truth is that's actually going to lead you in the direction of where you want your future self to be. It's when we kind of want to shortcut that and not pay attention and just sort of do what feels on the surface like what we want, which often is not what's really needed, that we end up kind of not staying in alignment with our goals and how we want to feel. So here's like a perfect example. A couple of weeks ago, um, we'd been out like all day on a Sunday. I don't remember what we were doing, but we got home almost like five o'clock and I had done no food prep for the week. And I will tell you that at 5 p.m. on a Sunday, I have zero interest in being in a kitchen, in doing, in cooking in any form, which is something I already don't enjoy doing. Um, And then doing it at a time when really I just want to be kind of like relaxing and chilling and watching TV or whatever it is. But I have gotten enough practice with this to know that if I did not go in the kitchen and get at least something, the bare minimum ready, that I would be setting myself setting myself up to be in a not great situation come 1230 on Monday. And I know that it is, it is not worth it. My instant comfort in that moment to find an extra half hour on the couch was not worth it for how I would feel at 1230 on Monday when I have 45 minutes in between calls and I'm really hungry and I don't have time to go out to get lunch and I will inevitably end up eating snacks for lunch. And that never ends well for me. It triggers cravings. I'm not, I'm not full. I keep eating throughout the rest of the day. I'll get moody. It's like a whole thing. I know what happens. And so in that moment, I knew I was thinking about my future self, like, 18 hours from now. And I'm like, I need to do right by her. (laughs) So I need to go into the kitchen 
and do just the minimum. I didn't stand there and cut vegetables and roast them for an hour or cook any type of meat. I think I, I cut up, I think that was the day I cut up one small squash and a few raw vegetables and that was it. And I think I picked up like deli turkey for sandwiches. I'm trying to remember what I did. I did literally the bare minimum because there's a range of what you can do. And I know what I can do when I have more time and I'm feeling it. And I know what I can do when I'm in that situation where I'm like, oh, I really don't want to do this right now, but I know that I need to. And it's not even a matter of like forcing myself. It's a matter of knowing and choosing to do these actions now because of how they're going to make me feel later on. And the reality is then that doing those actions now also made me feel good now. So it does, it's not like a thing where it's like, oh, I'm only focusing on what's happening in the future and I'm ignoring what I'm like feeling in the moment. I'm not. I'm really actually digging deep and knowing like that what I need to do now is going to feel good now because then I know I'm not going to have the anxiety. I'm not going to have the stress. I'm not going to have the anticipation of knowing that I don't have food ready. So for the next 18 hours, I would have been stressed about that and thinking, what am I going to do? I know I'm going to overeat. I know I'm going to snack. And I would have been back in the place that I spent my whole life in with my brain focused around food. And so I know what I need to do to not live like that. And I do it. And I do it on repeat all the time because it makes me a happier and better person. And it's really that simple. And at first, it's hard. It's hard to think about your future self at first because you just, you're, we're like, we are a culture and a society and a, a species, I think, even of instant gratification. And that's, I think, become even more so in this age of technology and how quickly we can get things. Um, except, of course, when you order things online and they take two weeks to come. Um, <laughs> but um, once you, it's like, it's that sometimes it's almost that first time, maybe the second time that feels the hardest. And that's where support comes in, right? That's where having a coach or being part of a group or having some like-minded people around you going through the same thing or the support of someone who's been through it that can give you that little bit of extra, this is going to be worth it. Even if it's like, it's like a leap of faith for you in that first moment, but then you get the evidence because you see And now you have proof. You have proven to yourself that this works, that thinking about your future self, even in a moment where it feels hard and it feels uncomfortable, works. And then it's going to become much easier to replicate that behavior because you know the benefits of it. And that's really kind of a big part of habit and behavior change is proving to yourself that you can do these things, no matter how small that thing is. Maybe for you, it's running out to the store and picking up a rotisserie chicken, no cooking needed. Maybe it's having a couple of bags of greens and like a really good salad dressing in the house that, you know, you can throw the, the greens in a bowl and pour salad dressing on. You don't need to make a whole complicated salad. You don't need to do any other prep. Like that can be good enough. It's all relative. This is, again, this kind of bleeds over into the conversation of like rules and black and white and all or nothing thinking around nutrition and fat loss. Yes, structure is important, but you have to know how to manipulate that structure to work for you. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And so once you kind of figure that out and you realize that even one small action, one small um, behavior, thinking about your future self will make a difference. And then again, you start to get the reps. This is what one of my coaches says. You have to get the reps. You just practice. You do it again and again and again and again. And then suddenly, 
it just becomes, it, it just, it, 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 it is a habit. A habit is something that is ingrained that you don't really have to think about doing. It happens with some level of automation. Um, and that's what we're looking for, for these kind of positive changes. Um, for me, like for me now on Sundays, I know, I might always write it down on my planner, but there's always some type of prep happening. It's not always cooking. Sometimes it's spending a little bit more time at the store to get some pre-made stuff. That's what I did this past Sunday. I knew we were at a party. I wasn't going to want to come home and deal with cooking. I had things to do in the morning. So I made sure that I got some pre-made stuff. I went to the deli. I got pre-cooked chicken breast. I got some farro. I got some broccoli. So I didn't have to do anything, but that was a different form of prep. So on Sundays, there is always something happening. It is part of my routine. And if at nine o'clock on a Sunday night, I'm going to sleep and I haven't done that, I'm going to feel really unsettled. I'm going to feel off because I know that I'm not ready for the week. Um, and so I've proven to myself how beneficial this is. And so now it's much easier to do. So I really encourage you, like if this is something you have struggled with, which is totally normal, to get yourself support. When you're trying to establish this at the beginning, it's hard to do stuff like this on your own because it's new and it's different. And this is why starting with something really small really matters because it doesn't feel like you're going from spending all day on a Sunday, I don't know, doing whatever it is you do on a Sunday to spending two and a half hours cooking food. No, don't do that. I highly discourage you from taking that route. It is not going to work. Can you spend 15 minutes in the kitchen prepping something? Can you stop by the deli on the way home and get like some pre-cooked chicken breasts and veggies so that you have them and then maybe roast some potatoes at home to go with it? Pick one small thing to do and then reap the benefits of that during the week and see how good you feel and see how then that influences and impacts the rest of your day because it will. You will have to spend less mental energy thinking about food, which means you'll have more mental energy to allocate to the rest of the stuff going on in your life, your work, your kids, your family, your errands, the leak in your roof, whatever it is that you have going on, food doesn't need and doesn't have to take up so much space in your brain. And so this has been a huge way for me to kind of transform that and to not have food take up space in my brain because I'm thinking about my future self and I'm taking the actions now and I'm using this Sunday action. I've been talking about that a lot, but this, this applies to a million different things. This applies to, to movement, to how am I going to make time to walk? Um, right. So if you know that you want to go for a walk three days a week and that time for that walk may have to come from somewhere. So what can you do in advance to set yourself up? Is it setting your clothes out? Is it getting an accountability buddy? Is it um, doing like an extra load of laundry or doing something else in advance so that you have the time available to do the walk during the week so that it's free for you? So that in that moment, you're like, oh my God, I have a million things to do. I'm supposed to be going for a walk. I have no time to walk. What can you do to free that up thinking in advance? One small thing. So I hope this is helpful. I think it's I think it's so valuable. I'm going to keep talking about this. Um, you know, the practice of thinking about your future self is um, is really is really powerful and really needed. And I think a huge part of the behavior change that is needed to go along with permanent fat loss and permanent changes in your relationship with food. Um, I think without it. I think it's a lot harder to get there. So those are my thoughts for today. Thank you for listening. 
more soon and have an awesome day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.